This is the Chris Chicago Little Land Show. We're that much closer to the weekend. And as my good friend and co-host here, Little Land, likes to say, uh, one of the most positive people I know, today is Friday Eve. Let's go. It like, puts everything into perspective, yeah, doesn't it? What a great way to look at Thursdays. Thursdays is Friday Eve. Mm-hmm. The weekend is almost upon us. Though you've, you've said numerous times in our friendship over the years, that Fridays are not your favorite day. You're more of a Monday girl, which is oh, real, yeah. really weird. I don't think I mean, a lot of people like weekend. Mondays. Don't get me wrong. I love the weekend, but Fridays are exhausting for me. They don't feel like true weekend days because by the time I get to Friday, I'm like crawling on my hands and knees like, please, weekend, like exhausted. N- not only that, we are a week from today away from Thanksgiving. Mm, so you I, I don't you even know when Thanksgiving is anymore because you're not going to be differently. You're not going to be seeing me next Thursday because, you know, we're going to have the day off on Thanksgiving. So I don't know what you're going to do up there in Canada. You know, maybe enjoy, enjoy the day off, Lil Lange, as us Americans celebrate our thankfulness. I was trying yes. to think of what we celebrate. We celebrate our freedom on the 4th of July. Togetherness, community coming together. We we celebrate uh, capitalism on Friday, on Black Friday. Well, somebody said, (laughs) whose favorite holiday is Thanksgiving? And I almost wanted to comment my husband's because he loves Thanksgiving. He loves specifically Canadian Thanksgiving. Well, has 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 he ever participated in an American Thanksgiving? Actually, yeah. A few years back when we were dating. Yeah. He was invited with his family. Wait, to aren't come you to aren't you going to go home for Thanksgiving? No, I'm not. It no. is a journey. It's a trek to go it home. It is a journey. And I have zero vacation days, my dude. So no more vacation days. <laughs> I'm um, milking it. <laughs> and then I think we're probably we're probably in the 30s now. The like the 30 plus days until Christmas. Probably what like 39, yeah, 38 let days. Me check, let me check days. I'm gonna guess 38 days. Christmas. I I have those little countdowns. 30. Yes, you're right. I get it. 38 days. I exactly. totally nailed it. Yeah, you did. I'm and a holly and jolly guy. Do you have those like little blocks that you turn every day as you count down the days until Christmas? Because I do. And I actually, in a total estimate, I tried to get as high as I could up because I knew we're yeah. kind of far out from Christmas. Yeah. Brought mine out and put it on 38. So wow. let's go. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting excited. And of course, my, my house is full blown, decorated for the holidays, decorated for Christmas. You know, because I, I can't, I kind of like the attitude that I think a lot of people have taken that it's, it's, you look, Halloween's over. It's time to start decorating for Christmas because Christmas is a season and, and Thanksgiving is a day, which mm-hmm. is a part of the season. So it's the Christmas season, which well, Thanksgiving th- can now be a part of. Yeah, I don't think people really understand why Canadians are ready to jump in. Well, their Thanksgiving is over. And once Remembrance Day has passed, which is kind of like a tradition here, you don't decorate before that. But as soon as it's passed, you're you're good to go. And so, yeah, I I put up my tree as well. And I don't know if you have any problems with your cat and your tree, but that is is getting a little crazy. No, he's good. He's good so far. Yeah, okay, no, that's no, good. No cat problems with the tree. I, I have a cat that scales the tree. So all that to be said, let's talk about something that has to do with Christmas. It has to do with shopping, but actually it could be free, potentially. Something free. fun. Free sounds um, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it here coming up next on the Chris Chicago Luan Show. What if I told you that you could win something for finding something in a store? A hidden object. Now, Chris Chicago... I'm hoping that you fun. already know what I'm talking about. I think it I is do. fun. What I, do you think it is? No, like I like what you're saying sounds familiar. So but you, you have, can't place it. No, you have to keep going and see as 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 it jogs my memory. We'll see if it uh, if it if it all comes together in my membranes. If it rings a bell. So, actually, oh, when hidden I lived, bells in stores. Yeah, but different this year. So a few years ago, when I lived in Texas. I participated in this, and now I've been seeing videos of people. Was this at Hobby Lobby? This is at World Market. Oh, yeah, World Market. I remember you did this. Yes, so tell your wife, Jess would absolutely love this. Tell everybody that loves World Market. This is not an ad in any way, shape, or form because you could potentially get this for free. Plus, World Market constantly gives away free stuff, so sign World up for their emails. World Market, if you don't know, has the best ginger snap cookies during the holiday season. Like, I've never had better ginger snap cookies than at World Market. Dude, so World good. Market, I miss it so much. There is just a scattering of them around the states, and you're lucky enough if you live in the Houston area to have one right there in Humble. That's all I'm saying. But... 
Go to the World Market during this time of year because they have this. It's not bells this year. It's actually gnomes. But they I have these love little gnomes. Me too. But yeah. they have these little golden gnomes. And I keep seeing people on TikTok searching for them. And they go from, you have to, you know, scour the store. People going from aisle to aisle to aisle looking for these hidden golden gnomes. Yeah. And usually you have a little clue to go on. What and happens then, if you find the gnome? So if you find the gnome, you get a gift card. And I, once upon a time, found the bell. And... I think they have lots and lots of $20 gift cards to win and then only like a few $100 gift cards and up. But you can win a gift card of various amounts, the very least being $20. When does does this start? It's already started. And it's every day there's a different gnome? Every single day from what I gather. Granted, I haven't been able to walk into a store in a while, but I have seen people doing this on TikTok and it looks so fun. So if you go to World Market, look for the poster in the front. It'll tell you how many gnomes are left to be found that day because they hide like four every single day. And then they'll give you a little hint as to where the gnome might be. Maybe it's buy something green. You got to find it there. Well, with that being said, Angie, have a great rest of the show today. I'm going to go ahead and chuck the deuces up. I'm going to go try to find this gnome. I'll let you know. Well, it's going down here in uh, just about 10 minutes because it's Thursday. We're going to find out who won. Last week, Lecrae was the challenger going up against your one week and current champions, Brandon Lake and KB. The song is called Graves. Incredible song. I I made the prediction that that song was never going to lose. But then you went ahead and put him up against Lecrae last week when I wasn't here. So we're going to we're going to do that and here in a few minutes. How do you think it's going to go down? Well, I heard a lot of people last week expressing their love for the song Graves via text. They were saying this song is so special and I totally understand that. KB sure. is just magic with his combination of worship and hip hop. So I think that's going to be hard, but I also feel like Lecrae, this song is so special. Deconstruction is your challenger this week. And I mean, he's sharing his journey. He's opening up his heart and that is the beauty of hip hop. So I don't know. It's a tough competition. It's time! Two songs enter, one song leaves. It's Thursday Throwdown on SoFlow Radio. Yes, indeed, it is time and one has to wonder today. We're about to find out, but I made this statement a couple of weeks ago when KB won, when Graves became the champion here on Thursday Throwdown. Can it ever lose? <laughs> I thought Shim Taylor a couple weeks ago was gonna was gonna reign on as as the champion. But uh but KB, Brandon Lake, your current champion, Graves. Had tough competition. I was away. I was in Nashville on business last week. Ange, how'd it go? You put it up against Lecrae. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I decided to do that intentionally because one, I wanted to shine a spotlight on Church Closed 4. I think it's such an incredible project. And I really respect his honesty. Yeah, Yeah, I really respect his honesty and deconstruction. It's a deep cut that wouldn't get a lot of radio play, I don't think otherwise. So I really, really like this song. And I think people resonated with it. I saw a lot of tweets about it on Twitter as well. So I'm really interested to see what happens today on Thursday Throwdown. Well, we got the results here. Are uh, you ready to, to find out? Let people know what happened. I am. All right, count I'll us count down. It down. Yeah. Three, two, one. And Thursday Throwdown champion for two weeks now. Your two week champions. It's KB, it's Brandon Lake. Your champion sounds like this. Here's Graves. You turn graves into gardens. Turn pain into promise You bring beauty from ashes Where we go I stand by you Only you take me Out of the gate, yeah, out of the gate, yeah I'm on the I had the I'm on the way, yeah Out of the gate, yeah, I'm on the stage, yeah I made it, take it Man, whenever my wheels drop, hellin' out, 
purses are gone, now I'm giving your kids bops And it don't stop, uh, dead man, dead man, great my natural habitat KB, I was on the corner blowing cabbage packs Chasing newer models every year like Cadillacs Changing my mind, no, it had to be God Woo, Ric Flair, woo, yeah New nature boy and I'm having a hard time Cause I gotta speak it, no cover, repeat it in public If Jesus can touch it, the healing is coming The feeling is stunning and we never die At my funeral, both it's like Out of the gate, yeah, yeah Out of the gate, yeah, yeah I'm out of, yeah, I had a, I'm on a way, yeah, yeah Out of the gate, yeah, yeah I'm on a stage, yeah I made it, take it, I ain't a way Dead man, dead man, brought me back to life Dead man, dead man, dead man, brought me back to life Dead man, dead man, dead man, brought me back to life Dead man, dead man, dead man, now I'm living twice Yeah, see it, you love it, you need it, you cuff it It's Jesus, no front and there's nothing in front of him All of my brothers said we under covenant, nobody touching us, no Yeah, can't get enough for this spirit opponent He ripping and running, the drugs get to flushing The tears get to flooding, the old me is dying and never recovering Yeah, can't get a second, but no Second guessing, look, this is our Lazarus sound on the record Like you see the rescue, but that's all the records Yeah, I'm resurrected, I know I'm pushing B in the present, the perfect power Pick the pack of Peter Piper, peel, popping peasant Put us in his present, peace to the present Tell him that Kevin is uh, Out of the gate, yeah, yeah, out of the gate, yeah, yeah I'm on a, yeah, I had a, yeah, I'm on a way, yeah, yeah Out of the gate, yeah, yeah, I'm on a stage, yeah, yeah I made a, yeah, take it, yeah, I hit a way, I'm on so special I don't about know if Katie. I don't know if he'll ever ever lose. I know he's incredible. found this magical concoction. You you described it last week as kind of like a, a formula, I think yeah, you said. Found but formula. Yeah, of, of worship and hip hop and people resonate with it. People absolutely love it. He did it a lot on his glory alone. I'm sure that's how his next project is gonna sound as well. And I'm for it. It really works for him. Not everyone could do what he does on that song and these kind of worship remixes, yeah. but um, he does it so so well. So we have some tough competition this week as well because, you know, Lecrae did not make it through with that challenger deconstruction <laughs> this week. We've got we've got a tough challenger. Well, look, on, on Friday, this last Friday, a lot of new music dropped. You, you had the new Miles Minnick uh, holographic. Is that the, the name of the album? Holographic, I think it's called. And then, of course, Ty Brazzle, his, his brand new uh, Transcendent album came out. And so there's a lot of new music. There's one song, though, that came out and I keep seeing everywhere. He's a friend of mine, but I, I'm going to be honest. I, I haven't had a chance to listen to the song yet, but I've been hearing, you know, great things about it. You know, of course, he, he's, he never shies away from controversy. He's going to say what's on his mind. He's going to he's going to drop truth bombs. And I'm talking about Bizzle. So we dropped this song last Friday called Bamboozled. And I'm, I'm hearing a lot of good things, but Ange, this is going to be the first time that both you and I hear the song. Yeah, it's let's do it. As the challenger here on Thursday Throwdown, going up against KB, it's Brandon Bizzle. The song called Bamboozled, your challenger on Thursday Throwdown. Bizzle got over money, yo. I've just been sitting back, watching. 
information, not jumping to conclusions. They try to play on our emotions so much, I like to just sit back and wait for the dots to connect. You feel me? It sucks watching people sleep. I understand now why the higher ups call people sheep. They go where you send them. Of all the things that should offend them, they only focus on what you tell them should upset them. I remember this music exec told me the people are sheep. Most of them stupid as heck. Focus on you, get a check. But I refuse to mislead people. A view them is less. Just to be mocked by the same people I choose to protect. It's like I'm back in the day, going against mass and getting attacked by the slaves. Taking my lashes why they laughing away. Cause they don't know that I was. Trying to free them. Uh, they played a clip for them, told them I was trying to leave them. Uh, I found out they putting poison in what they feed us. They kill us slow from the inside and make us weaker. They said he's trying to steal your food, he wants your children to starve. They showed a picture of me burning all the shit we've been eating. Cause when the truth make them shook at me, they drum up a case. If they can change how you look at me, you'll laugh while they whooping me in front of your face. The right narrative can bury who they want to erase. Remember Lauren Hill spoke up? Crazy. Chappelle didn't want to wear a dress when he left. He was crazy. Yeah, he was in the bed with their celebrities calling himself Jesus. But when he met Jesus, crazy. Trump was they buddy. They all got money. Before he ran for president, these same folks loved him. I wonder what changed though. Is it cause he racist or wouldn't like the White House up like a rainbow? You don't find it funny that the same Grammys and Oscars we call racist claim to hate him because of that? A whole industry that promotes evil consistently. Now they hate evil and shame people who disagree. Some of that he bring on Itself, and so do Yato. You can't meet with him, agree with him, and say his name no. We call you a coon, Uncle Tom, and say you ain't black. You wonder why Joe Biden feel comfortable enough to say that? Isn't that the same way you used to manipulate cats, calling you homophobic when you don't agree with they plans? Black folks running the same plays the gays ran, cause black lives didn't matter till we shook they hand. Then it was first gay NFL player black, then it was first gay NBA player black, then they had a wedding at the Grammys presented by him and the Black rapper, and guess who officiated that? A black woman. They used our oppression as a tool for protection and sympathy as a weapon. Just like you. I see the dots start connecting as these fake Jews call gay anti Semitic. History of oppression. You can't disagree with them. Sympathy is a weapon. If you do, you mistreating them. They ripped the black billionaire in front of your face to say no matter how rich you get, stay in your place. Promote sex, drugs, murder on the daily. You can kill babies. You can say a man. Got pregnant by a lady really? The things that you can't say Don't make you question why What you can't say is gravy uh, I'm a killer I'm a killer Jew. Jew One of those are wrong uh-huh. One of those are cool. cool One of those will get a rich black man canceled The other one will put a new Grammy on his mantle yeah. But what do I know? Uh-huh. I'm just a Christian rapper, rapper. Black entrepreneur Black father active yeah. Black husband rapping like he care about a black life Black philanthropist Water to Africa and the Flint Black man of God with a cat your children can rap along with in the car with you And it's hard you And I ain't saying this so y'all support me I'm just trying to show you what y'all been calling corny oh. People remember the narrative is imperative yep. What other reason would you slip on Jesus and choose Barabbas? We still choosing the killers over the hillers, huh? huh? We still follow whatever leaders they give us, huh? huh? Look at the ones with the most influence They won't go against the grain They paid to make the grain look doper to us yep. I digress, y'all yep. I just be over here corny watching all the cool rappers put a dress on I just want you to take a look at the industry close. Hollywood and music, look at the symmetry Look at what they push, look at what they claim to be about Look how anybody in disagreement get weeded out Think about what you and them agree about Abortion and same sex and one result they both bring about Death, but God is life so the plan is Murder your seed and make sure it don't get planted Y'all remember God made a promise to Abraham To multiply his seed Now look at Satan's plan he got his brainwashed so bad We march for the right to do it to ourselves Look, ma, no hands But you don't think the devil real So you can't see it So you never understand why they hate Jesus Just beware of wickedness in high places Claiming they Jews, but they the synagogue of Satan Bizzle. I was on a plane the other day And I'm watching this movie called Ocean's 8 And these ladies, they were pulling off this bank heist And halfway through the movie, I realized I'm rooting for the bank robbers They're they're the bad guys, but That's whose side I'm on in this thing I want them to get away And I ask myself, how is the Christian Going for the bad guy in the movie? And I know you'd be like, oh, but it's just a movie Eh, 
I've never watched the episode of SVU and was hoping that the pedophile got off. So what's the difference? Why is it when I watch Bad Boys, I'm going for the cops? When I watch Takers, I'm going for the robbers. Then it hit me. The director is able to present this thing in such a way that he can control which side I fall on. So my question to you is, if this director can do this with his finite brain, how much more do you think Satan is able to do? If he controls the people who control the narrative. Y'all better get in that word. CNN might say one thing, Fox might say another thing, but the word of God remains the same. Gotta be honest, the name Bamboozled might be one of the wackiest song names I've heard in a minute. Bamboozled. Have you ever uh, been bamboozled though? Mm, Probably have. have I ever been fooled? Yeah. I'm sure. I, well, I know I have. You've you've eaten Skittles before. Oh, and you eat Sour Patch Kids. Oh god. Consider yourself bamboozled. Off. You just heard Bizzle talking in that song about putting poison in our foods. My and question though is why is this song listed as explicit on Spotify? That's, you know, uh, I think he, maybe it's explicit content because he's he's rapping about a lot of, a lot of truth The there. truth is too explicit. <laughs> it's too, it's, Bizzle is getting canceled. Uh, he's saying things in that song that uh, you're not supposed to say as a Christian. You're not supposed to talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, but now it's up to you. It's up to you to vote. Do you want to uh, vote for your current champion, make KB and Brandon Lake three-week champions with Graves? Or are you going to crown a brand new champion, Bamboozled by Bizzle? I love that name, Bamboozled by Bizzle. <laughs> you got to go get your vote on right now. Thursday throw, or I always think it's ThursdayThrowdown.com. That URL does not exist. Yeah. SoFloRadio.com slash ThursdayThrowdown. A reminder that our shenanigans are all compiled for you in one place. So if there's ever an episode that you kind of want to go listen to and and dial in on, I know sometimes we'll hear from people, oh, I had to get out of the car or, you know, one of my earbuds fell out is something I heard from someone recently <laughs> and they couldn't hear it. So I'm like, yeah. you can always catch because you can't press rewind. Unfortunately, on the radio, you can always catch all of our episodes, our podcasts right there on Spotify, Google also Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Jess was listening to the show yesterday, my wife, and she was like, uh, she came up to me after the show. She was like, so what artist do you have beef with? What artist don't you like anymore? And I told her the name because, of course, you know, it's my wife. I'm going to tell her that I'm going to tell her what's up. She was very surprised. She went, oh, really? She cannot believe the name of the artist that I had beef with. If you missed that conversation, it's on our podcast from yesterday's show. Again, find it wherever you like to listen to podcasts. When you search in Chris Chicago and Lil, 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 L-I-L, Ange. What would you do if almost all of your worldly possessions were gone in like a moment's notice, went up in flames? You want me to answer that right now? All of my worldly possessions. It's kind of a rhetorical question. That's a a tough one. Just out of the blue. Like, okay, all of my material possessions. And your dog. And my, and my dog. And your dog. Oh, gosh. Probably, um, this might sound weird. I mean, there obviously, there's going to be some sadness. You know, you lose memories. You lose some, like, some things that you're fond of. But I'm not very materialistic. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a seven on the Enneagram, which means, like, I'm, an, I'm all about the adventure. So you a part of me, experiences. a part of me would be like, well, this is, you know, this is a neat experience. And now I get to go completely start over from like who knows where life takes you after losing everything right so everything's gone you start over from scratch like there's a i know someone's going to lock me up in a ward for saying this but maybe a little excited because of the possibilities of what's going to come wow you must have some great home insurance i think that's like a really (laughs) i know i don't really care about stuff i've learned as i get older like like physical possessions don't like they don't bring me joy or they don't I think one of the biggest lies that the devil tries to tell us is the is like the more experiences or the more or the more things that we have or the more the more dopamine hits that we get like that's going to bring happiness. Hmm. But like that's I don't think that's where we get our happiness from. So like it's I'm not. learning that. And so like I think I'd be okay if I lost everything. Why that's- do you why do you ask such a random question? Well, it's not random. It actually happened to a, a guy in California. Everything was gone in a moment's a notice. Fire? Ye- mm, 
You're going to tell us? Not quite. A tease? Let's talk, let's talk about it here what would next. You do? Will you tell us what you would do? Yeah, I will. Coming up. What would you do if all your belongings were gone in a moment's notice? I, You know, Chris, I posed this question to you and you were very mature about it. You were like, you know, I would just start over. I would realize that my happiness isn't found in my possessions. Me, yeah. I would I would absolutely lose my mind. A hundred percent. I I would lose my mind as well. This individual that I'm referring to that did lose all of his possessions in a moment's notice. He also lost his pet. So that was really sad. And if yeah. I lost my pet, as well as like my record collection, like all yeah. my sentimental things, things from childhood, I'll be very sad. But this guy by the name of Dustin, he lives north of Sacramento in California. He was not too, too far away from his house when something that apparently looked like to onlookers, a flaming basketball flew from the sky and struck his house and the whole thing a flaming basketball was it really a flaming basketball a basketball like that oh you want to know what it was do you think you know what it was was it a meteor yeah it was something cosmic a hundred percent nasa has said that around this time of year there's space debris a comet that goes by so this poor man was the unfortunate soul that was hit by space debris what a cool story I mean, cool story. Lost yeah. his dog, lost all of his possessions, but he like kind of like you honestly had a very good perspective. He was yeah. going, "Well, at least it didn't hit me. At least I wasn't in my house at the time. I was a, a certain amount of feet away, so nothing, you know, flew off the house and injured me." Yeah. He had such a good perspective, and he, you know, obviously is bummed to lose his stuff, sure. but he recognizes that it's just stuff. Right. It's just stuff. You can replace all that stuff. And part of it could be fun too, right? You get a, oh, I get to go shopping for new clothes. I, I'm kind of actually there right now. So like a meteor did not hit my closet, but, <laughs> but I've been losing so much weight that none of my clothes fit me anymore. And so I literally have no clothes to wear. Like all the shirts I have in my closet are like nightgowns and like none, I can't, none of the jeans will, I mean, it's like, so it's, I'm, I'm not I'm not comparing, you know, that to losing everything, but it's kind of exciting to know, OK, I, you know, I get to pick out a, a, a few new outfits. And um, I think I think the worst part in all that would be sentimental stuff, you mm-hmm. know, stuff you can't replace. Yes. Which is why I'm, I'm so glad a lot of our memories and pictures exist on the on the inter- Internet, on the cloud these days. And then to losing a pet, that'd be that'd be the toughest part. It's like a family member. Absolutely. Gotta be honest, uh, it's it's a little bit cold here, colder than usual in H Town. Ange, have you ever seen me wear a hoodie on the show before? Uh, you know what? That's actually really crazy. No, never in the yeah. studio. I've seen you wear one to like a show right. or you know out, but never. Now that you've said that, I don't it's, think I have. It's yeah. been like the fifties this week in in Houston. And I got super jealous last night. You sent me a picture of your neck of the woods. You guys actually got some snow. Five centimeters, which is about two inches. And you said the driving in that snow was not very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I'm up so early and out, you know, I, I'm just, it, it was crazy. Like very scary. The plows were now, I don't have my winter tires on yet, which is the thing that happens here. You got to switch over to your winter tires. Who does that for you? Happened. Do you have to go like get that done? Yeah. Or does yeah, you Brandon put them on your car? No, no, it's actually like is it chains I guess, that you put around your 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 wheels? No, or is it like it's different not. Tires? They're di- completely different tires that you keep them in the garage all year. Wow. Yeah, it's it's intense. There's some expenses about living where it's snowy. You got to have oh, a whole yeah. different set of tires. I, mean, I didn't know think that. About, think about Houston. I mean, you have to have every time your tire blows some kind of crazy thing you hit on the highway. I remember my, I've got my tires replaced so much in Houston. I got my windshield replaced. The debris going around on the highways there is wild. So yeah, each place has its own things that's for sure so boulder colorado another yes. place you know that, that gets a lot of snow in the winter time they actually just got a new, a new fleet of are they just snow plows yeah new fleet of snow plows and this is pretty cool though i like i like what uh what they did here with the students me too so they asked elementary school students to have a role in naming them and i have 12 of the names here you have all the, the names plows. yep are they good names I think they're brilliant, but I want to know which of these 12 is your favorite. I have my favorite. Okay. We'll discuss here coming up next on the Chris Chicago Lil' Ann Show. Getting into the wintertime. It's getting colder. It's even cold in H-Town where I broadcast from. 
Well, Lange is up in the Toronto area. She already has snow as we speak. And another place that gets a lot of snow, it gets cold, Boulder, Colorado, this new fleet of snowmobiles and or snow plows, not mobiles, mm-hmm. snow plows. And they allowed the students to name these 12 snow plows. Yes. I don't know the names, Ange. You say you have the list. So we're, we're going to judge these names. Let's see what the kids came up with. Okay, so these are the 12 winning names. Elementary school students named these snowplows. You have Snow What. You have snow, snow, snow What? I like that. Snow What. You have Snow Cachino. You have <laughs> snow, snow Buffet. Snow Buffet. Oh, Snow Buffet. Okay. Yeah, you yep. have Flurry. Flurry. You That's have cute. Frostosaurus. Frostosaurus. Snow Monster. Okay. Lame. Winter Wonder. Okay. Grateful Sled. You get that one, right? Okay. (laughs) I like the Grateful Dead. Plowerina. Plowerina. Okay. Plowerina, like ballerina, but plowerina. Plowerina. Okay. Yeah, you're close. And then finally, number 12, Katie. Katie? (laughs) That one's my favorite. Katie? I love that one so much. Why did they? K-A-T-Y. Why? I, Just I Katie? Don't, I have no Let's name... They're all idea. really cool names, and then there's Katie. <laughs> that was my favorite. That's super lame. Why? It's it's your favorite just because it's it's random. random? Yeah, it's so random. And you know, some kid was like, I don't want to put down Katie. And it, probably all of the people, like, shout out to everyone who does the snowplow work. That is a grind job. You got to get up at the crack of dawn, and you're, you're really saving people like me who have to go out on the roadways. So thank you so much. But... I could just see these like plow, plow drivers just like looking at these names being like, oh, that's a good one. Snow Buffet, Katie. Uh, that's I hilarious. Get, yeah, I feel bad for the for the plower that gets stuck with, with Katie. <laughs> it went down last hour. A brand new Thursday throwdown here on the Chris Chicago Little Land Show. Uh, yeah, KB. This song called, I was going to say Crowns. But Crowns Isn't and Thorns. Another? Has, has hasn't been that that was a song like ten years ago. Early on, uh, but KB KB was crowned <laughs> for the second week in a row with the song "Graves" with Brandon Lake as your champion. Mm-hmm. And the, the competition today, come on now, Bizzle brought it with his song called "Bamboozled." And now you got to go do your thing. You know what you got to do today. Yes, you got to vote it up. Vote it up there at SoFloRadio.com slash Thursday Throwdown. Vote for your favorite song. You can listen to both right there on the website. This is the Chris Chicago Little Land Show. Every single day right around this time, we highlight a knucklehead in the news, knucklehead news stories. Now, no judgment here. I would never try to take a gun on an airplane, Ange. I would never do that. Where are you going with this? I'm going to say, don't judge me here. I'm sure you've done this before. I've I've had the scenario play out in my head. If I was going to try and sneak a gun on a plane. Why would you? How would I do it? I don't know. It's just like, it's like one of those. For what self-protection, if, you wouldn't do it to hurt anybody. Let's make that clear. No, I don't Chicago even have. does not have homicidal tendencies. I don't even have a reason why I would take a, a gun on an airplane. Okay, but, you're just saying if I did. But this when you're going when you're going through security, you know, like I went on a trip recently to to Nash- Nashville. Security is the toughest security in the country, by the way. Really? Yes. So I decided to not take my my iPad out of my backpack. You know, when they say take out all large electronics. And Houston, you hate authority. You have a problem with authority. I do not like authority. Um, Houston, <laughs> I always get through with my belts on, never take my belts off. And I, and this time I didn't take my iPad out of my backpack. It was fine. Nashville, man, if I try to go through with, it with my belt on, they pull me aside. They make me take it off. This time I left my iPad in my backpack. They caught it. They made me take it out of my bag and go through security again. So Nashville security is super tough, but I've had the thought though before in my head, like if if I was ever to try to sneak a gun through TSA, like how would you go about it? Like, is there ways? Apparently today's knucklehead had the same thought, but he actually tried to do it. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, like it's an interesting concept of how he tried to sneak this gun through. Yeah, it was unsuccessful, which is why he's on Knucklehead News today. We're just guessing that this is a man. 
I don't know if we're right or wrong in that assumption because we don't know who this perpetrator was, but let's talk about this anonymous knucklehead here coming up next. SoFlo Radio with Knucklehead News. Taking you to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where the TSA there were quick to pull someone's luggage aside for something pretty sketchy. I don't know. Yeah, yes. I don't know if this was in their, you know, carry-on or their checked bag, what the situation was here, but they pulled out of someone's bag a raw chicken. I love that they said here it says that authorities at a Florida air, airport found something foul inside it. <laughs> yes. F- well, we'll, get to that. we'll get to that because there were a lot of puns in the TSA's post. So in this chicken, in a wrapped, you know, package parcel, there was a gun as well as some ammo. And again, like I said, this is an anonymous knock. We don't know who this person was, but this is the TSA's post that they made about it. We hate to beak it to you here. But stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. (laughs) This idea wasn't even half-baked. It was raw, greasy, and obviously unsupervised. So they didn't say what happened to this person. But if you see the pictures, it is disturbing. This poor chicken. But I wonder why why somebody thought that, like, sticking a... A gun inside of a inside of a chicken was going to be the way to, to sneak a gun through. Like I, I, I think know. I would have had enough common sense to be like, yeah, you know what? I don't think this would work. Like maybe there's some kind of like Faraday cage or some kind of case that could, you know. Wait, what Faraday? A Faraday cage? You ever heard of those? How about we not talk about this on our show? We're not this type of show. What is this like weapons? Weapons? <laughs> no, talk? no, no, no. A Faraday cage is basically something you put your cell phone in. Or like, like an iPad in that stops it from being tracked by. Did you the find different- this on the dark web? This is sketchy. I, Grace. I don't even know what the dark web is. Everybody knows what a Faraday cage is. It's like a way Do you to like know, listening right now. I want to know yourself pull from being we'll tracked. Pull. If you don't want to be tracked by Big Brother, you put your cell phone in a Faraday Chris, cage. Chris, if I didn't know you better, <laughs> you sound mad sketch right now. You're like. If you don't want your uh, weapons to be found by the TSAs, you what? This is the Chris Chicago Little Land Show. If you're ever on TikTok, maybe on Instagram Reels as well. I'm not really on Reels, but I hear a lot of the same stuff that, that goes on TikTok also makes it its way over to the Reels. But Ange, I know you're on TikTok a lot. Have you ever been like scrolling on your feed and you see like a Christian rapper, they do. They said Christian rap was corny, and then they, you know, do whatever they they rap their song or I they play wish. a song. I'm I see not it a lot. Chh TikTok. We what need to heck? fix your for you page. We need to fix your algorithms. So I'm I'm seeing a lot of these. You know, they say Christian rap is corny, and then they'll play something cool, and then you're like, oh yeah, Christian rap is dope. There's one particular <laughs> uh, Chh artist though that has come out against those kind of videos. And he had something pretty strong to say about it. So let's play some music and let's talk about this here in a few minutes when we come back next on the Chris Chicago Little Ange Show. Please, I'm curious. The Chris Chicago Little Ange Show, there are apparently a genre of videos on TikTok that, you know, are basically rappers debunking the myth that Christian hip hop is corny. And I have not seen these personally. I need to get on CHH TikTok. So explain to me, Chris, you said there's a really popular artist that's actually come out and said, hey, I don't really like these videos and had a good reason why. Yeah, I never really thought of this perspective. I've enjoyed seeing this type of videos, you know, where you you start the whole video off with they said Christian, they say Christian rap is corny and then you show them obviously that Christian rap is not corny with a dope song. But so 1KP son who's really good friends with 1K Few and part of that whole famo, he says, please stop making yourselves look lame with those. Uh, they uh, said Christian rap is corny post. He says, nah, fool. They were trying to tell you your raps are corny. Uh, we have an our way uh, over here. We don't got to prove nothing to nobody but God. So he's saying, you know, no, we don't stop doing that. They said Christian rap is corny posts and just do your thing. You have nothing to prove. 
or it's so true. It's you. You're the one that 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 has the the corny rap. So you got to be honest though. Like the people that say Christian rap are corny are the ones that haven't listened to it in like ten years or maybe heard one song forever ago and continue to believe that that is what the majority of Christian hip hop sounds like. And it's just simply not true. I feel like the majority of people who say that are simply ignorant. Sadly, one week from today is Turkey Day. Unless you're like Lil Ange, you don't eat turkey. I guess unless you're like me, because I'm vegan now. Let's maybe, go. You got to have tofurkey, bro. Tofurkey. No. You know what? You know what? I went to a, a vegan restaurant last night, Ange, and I got a uh, a double cheeseburger, a double vegan cheeseburger. And so it had the, the vegan, you know, healthy cheese and the burger and stuff. I'm just not into it. I'm not into the fake meat. Where was that place? Like, I have no problem. It's called, it's it's not just strictly vegan, but it's a, it's a very clean farm to table restaurant called True Food Kitchen, which is incredible. You'd love it. Mm-hmm. You should see if they have those in Toronto. But uh, I'm just not into the fake meat. Like, I have no, I love vegetables. I love all the different flavors and everything that I can eat as a vegan. So I'm not missing meat. But I think anytime I'm like trying to like fake me or replace me or cheese or dairy, it just grosses me out. I'm not into it. So I'm not into the the tofurkey or whatever you call it. So maybe your favorite uh, Thanksgiving dish. I'm going to guess yours, Ange. I think you're a stuffing girl. Are you a stuffing girl? Now, I you're, can't even eat stuffing. You're a mashed potatoes girl. Wait, yes. What can you eat? You're definitely a mashed potatoes girl. Mashed potatoes are one of my favorite foods in the Why entire world. Why can't you world? eat stuffing? Because it's made with meat. It, stuffing is not made with yes, meat. Yes, yes, it is. Well, it's made with some kind of broth. It's like, it's chicken broth. There's there's always stuffing there's some and kind stuffing of like, I can't eat. I, I guarantee you, Chris. Well, like you the eat, traditional stuffing, unless they make it for vegetarians. Interesting. So you can eat the vegetarian stuffing? So you're, okay, I, so you're, I never are you stuffing. a green bean casserole kind of girl? I do like it, but let me tell you. So my mother-in-law, she makes this dish that is the most insanely good Thanksgiving type dish. It's mandarin oranges and mm. marshmallows it's something called like a four cup salad or something yeah but it's like marshmallows mandarin oranges and coconut and something else and it is insanely good i could shovel that in my mouth for like 10 days straight i freaking love that do stuff you, do you remember that song that came out a few years ago that surly beans greens <laughs> beans greens potatoes tomatoes <laughs> you know I mean? oh do i remember that song chris I remember it like it was yesterday. So you're meeting someone for the first time. Maybe it's some kind of blind date. Maybe they're your college roommate and you know you got to get to know them because you're going to be stuck with them for the next year or so. You want to get to know someone fast, get to the heart of who they are. You're having that conversation. What do you ask them is the question. How do you break the ice with someone that you know you want to invest in? That's a good question. It's worth thinking about because... Sometimes I think we go into conversations with no aim and that's okay. Yeah. But you know, if we have a goal, Hey, I really want to genuinely get to know this person. What kind of questions should we be asking? I think, I think the answer to that goes back to how well of a listener you are. Ooh. And so I think we love to talk about ourselves. And so I mm-hmm. think oftentimes when you're meeting somebody new, you tend to bring the conversation back on yourself and you talk about yourself and your experiences I like to like really listen to what the person I'm meeting is telling me mm-hmm. and ask true, inquisitive, serious questions. You know what I mean? Like just be a good listener, be attentive and be curious. And I think those questions will come. I don't think it, it has to be like, man, these are the questions you ask. I think that's the questions you ask are, are going to be determined on the type of conversation you're having with that particular person. And you need a good listener. But I think there's some people that maybe don't conversate that easily or want to try to conversate better. We live in a very lonely world, a very lonely generation. People struggle a lot with social situations sometimes. And so I wonder if there's any, you know, good questions that we could give people to kind of start things off, especially if you're struggling with the conversation. You're like, do you have any of those examples? Any good I questions one, that you use? I have one that I would ask, and I would love to know an example of something you would ask if you were conversating with someone and you were just not getting anywhere. You're talking about the weather. You're talking about surfacey stuff. How would you break that ice of like, hey, you know, let, what's let an me, example? Let me think of that one. Let's also okay. send it to you listening to the show. 
What are those questions that you typically use? You could text in 832-856-0857-832-856-0857. And I'm curious, Ange, what you typically use as a question. Like, I feel like I feel like you have some skills when it comes to that. Thank you, man. I'll, I'll tell you here coming up next. You're meeting someone for the very first time. If you've ever been in a blind date type scenario or, you know, met someone on a dating app or something and never met them in person and all of a sudden you're sitting across the table from them, you know that sometimes it can be kind of hard to ease into conversation or I found harder than it is to just, you know, talk. It's harder to get below the surface. Some people, they hold you at kind of an arm's length and you don't want to be too nosy and like pry, but you also want to get to know the person. It's kind of this balance. So we're talking those questions that really help breaking the ice between you and a a stranger, essentially, whether you're at a business meeting. I know you go to a lot of conferences, Chris. You probably have a lot of people, you know, approach you and things are always so surfacey. I realized that something that I would totally ask an absolute stranger to break the ice with them is about their music tastes. I would 100 percent. I do that a lot of times, too. Yeah. Also, what are you listening to right now? If you had to open up your Spotify and pick one song to listen to right now, what what, what is it for you? That's really good. I love that because that actually gives a lot of possible options. I found mine was going to be about their favorite albums, artists, etc. But I found that sometimes when you ask people about their favorites, they clam up because they're like, favorite I, I can't pick what they like really don't like that so that's yeah, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. the perfect spin on that question where you can get to the heart because i feel like music is something that's a realm of you don't want to make it about you but you kind of want to pass the ball to yourself in a way to say okay what's something that i know a lot about and how can i what can i talk about with this person to kind of get to know them i like to take real kind of like maybe serious things as well and like kind of make it like an awkward kind of you know uh-uh. awkward kind of way to like all I'll roll up to, to someone and be like, so what do you think of the New World Order? Oh, the, my gosh. The government's spying on... You know what I mean? It's just like weird stuff like that. Like, what do you think of Kyle Schwab, bro? Anything. Oh, my gosh. And most people, gosh. like, they, they don't like, what do you think of the World Economic Forum? Like, it was like I had this conversation in, a, in an Uber ride in Nashville. And, like, I schooled my Uber driver for, like, 30 minutes. He was taking notes by the end of it. He's like, what was that called again? The World Economic Forum? I was like, yeah, look it up. Oh my gosh. She's probably, but how does that have to do with him? That just has to do with your weird interests. No, he was asking me questions of thoughts. Like he started bringing up some like political talks with me. And I was like, all right, if this dude wants to go here, we, we're going to go there. In the 20 minutes that I have with this dude, I'm going to educate him. Okay. I don't recommend that. I'm going uh... to set him on a path to freedom. Free your mind. Oh my gosh. I don't know right now if Chris is kidding. I'm going to be honest. I might be. This is the Chris Chicago Little Land Show. I'm Chris Chicago. Little Land is here. It's snowing up where Little Land is at. Little jelly. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little jealous. I sent you a little picture when the snow had reached about two inches. And I was like, Chris, you would love this. I know. I feel bad now because I know you're not a fan of the snow. So I'm over here celebrating your snow. And I know it's probably no, causing no, no, you I some like grief. It. I like it. It's just not fun to drive in. I, I just wish I didn't have to go places. You should just, you're a, you're a famous pop like radio DJ up there in Toronto now. You should have your station get you a driver. Pick you up in the morning show <laughs> oh, every stop. morning. <laughs> I'm on a tiny station here. Look, I ran across this guy on TikTok who was saying that Jesus is not a pill. Jesus is not a pill. Ooh, it's like the Matrix. What is the, yeah, the red pill or the blue pill? But Jesus is neither one of these pills. What did he mean by it? I'll play it for you here coming up next on the Chris Chicago and the Land Show. What does this TikTok preacher mean? What is he talking about? Jesus being a pill? He's not a preacher. I, he's just a kid talking about his experience. Okay, but I guess anyone could be a preacher if you, if you want to like You're proclaim a truth. You preach yeah. truth on this show all yeah, the time. Abs- absolutely. But I'm a minister he- of the gospel. You said he compared Jesus to a pill. In which this makes hand, Ange, I have a red pill. In this other hand, I got a blue pill. Are you I ready don't to go down like the rabbit that. hole? I'm trying to think about what he's going to say before I've heard no, this. It has nothing to do with me. No, it, it, it has to do with like, you know, the way you feel and feelings. But he's basically saying Jesus is not a pill. What did he mean by this? Check it out. We don't realize it, but we are chasing dopamine and serotonin more than we would like to admit. Dopamine makes you feel good. Serotonin makes you feel happy. If you're not careful, 
you'll do the same thing with Jesus. Jesus is just another means to dopamine and serotonin. And that's what happens when you get in your Bible time and you go, yeah, I didn't feel anything. Jesus is not a pill. You don't have to feel something every time. He's still working. And and that right there, if when you get in the presence of God, you are mad because you didn't feel anything, you recognize you came into the presence with false motives. I came in here trying to get something, not trying to get next to someone. And that is what I have, I've had, that has been, oh, I'm tearing up. But that has been the fight of my life, dude. My whole life, the presence of God was equated to a feeling. The presence of God was equated to an emotion. And when that feeling and that emotion wasn't there, it threw the whole thing off. And that has been one of the great undoings of my life has been God undoing that God, you are not a means to the end that is dopamine and serotonin. You are the means and you are the end. If nothing else happens, but you show up, I got what I signed up for. Like that, that's all I wanted, right? Was just time in your presence. This is the Chris Chicago Lil Land Show here on SoFlow Radio, the Christian hip hop station, baby. Thank you so much to Christy and Amanda, Diana, Jandra, Jessica, Christy, Kevin, Vincent. Just looking at some of the, the recent donations that have come through recently at SoFloRadio.com. You're the reason why this entire ministry, this radio station, why it exists. You power this operation. You allow us to do what we do. And believe me when I say that God is using your gifts here at SoFlo Radio to impact lives. Really. Yeah, I think sometimes because of streaming services, we can think all oh, music is free or, you know, listening to music, enjoying music is free. And it's not. Radio is such a blessing because, you know, we get to talk between the songs and, uh, you know, there's licensing that goes into it. You you have so many factors here. So it means a lot that you believe in the difference of SoFlo Radio, because I think that's that's the big thing here. It's meant to encourage you, give you hope, give you, you know, what you need to get through the day and we've heard so many people say that so thank you for believing in this station enough to support it it's also the reason that we don't play commercials so thanks for making that happen as well you want to support this radio station you can give online just click give today soflowradio.com thank you